0: All right, well it's that time of the week again, it's uh, coming thick and fast at the moment, so... Welcome to the Malt Travel Podcast, and this is episode 28. It's quite surprising, so uh, Nick and Bruce are with us. Nick's got beer in hand, Bruce is just getting himself ready to go out for some few, few beers.
1: So
0: are you listening Yes. <laughs> right, let's let the turn on, on to the music. Oh, right, there we go. Wonderful. So yes, gentlemen, good evening. It's the well, uh, yes. evening. 19th of December, so Merry Christmas nearly, or... Merry oh, lockdown! Oh, yeah. It feels a bit like déjà vu, doesn't it? Then we mm. were a year, a year, exactly a year ago. Merry Must
1: lockdown
0: up Yeah, I did my staff day. briefing on uh, Thursday and Friday and said that, so it feels like very much like we were this time last year. Although up in Yorkshire, you were still able to drink, I think, at this point. You just about to go into into tier two or whatever it was. We'd been in tier two since uh, October. <laughs> We'd been yeah. in tier two. So, so we
1: have a, if we're ever eating, we could still have a beer at this time because I remember you were up yeah. in the box the marquee. Right. They were selling pizzas for like. Uh, <laughs> pound, so you, you made it last every one slice was deemed to be yeah. that was the scotch egg scotch egg argument Ridge, so yeah it. And, and all, all, been... all,
2: all, all your lad wanted to know Bruce was saying that it was, he, he was eating could he have a beer with it <laughs> I remember when we came and met you yeah he was he was adamant because he was eating uh, even though he was under uh, 18 because uh, he, uh, he was having a meal, he could have a beer like, but well, I explained confident. I explained to him that, yeah, by law that is possible, but it's all down to the landlord at the end of the day, it's down to the landlord's uh, de- decision whether he wants uh, anybody under the age of 18 who's having a meal to, uh, to have a drink, and it it's that substantial thing again, but at that point the government were saying what, a Scotch egg was a substantial meal, so I suppose a pizza would have done the job anyway.
1: I know. It seems madness, doesn't it, when you think about now? All that arguments about scotch eggs and... Yeah.
0: Well, I say, I mean, at least you will getting a drink, because in this, this neck of the woods, we we the pub shut in October and didn't reopen then until what, wherever it was, March, wasn't it? So at this point, this time last year, I'd not, I'd not been to a pub uh, since October when I was with Nick in the bloody Whitby Brewery. That was last time that I did a drink by this point, so I was getting pretty desperate. So I must admit, this last couple of days I've been out having a few drinks. because well, I was, was going to say,
2: numbers, numbers of subscriptions you have and boxes arriving at your door, you're probably more beer than most pubs around here anyway.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll, I'll come to that in a minute with my own. Mm. I've had my untapped year just coming in. Right, gentlemen, are we on a little drink tonight just to uh, keep us in Christmas mood? Nicholas, what are you on tonight? Holy Grail. Holy Grail.
2: Yeah, I can't remember where I picked this one up from. I mean, I've obviously had it a lot before. It's Black Sheeps. Um, they do one Monty Python themed. Uh, so they've been doing it for a few years. And it wouldn't be the one that I would normally pick off the shelves. So I'm just wondering whether it was bought as a bit of a present for me. So I mm. thought, yeah, I'll uh, I'll clear this one out tonight. So just on the Holy Grail. I've been out for a quick one up at the old Molten Royal Oak. Just on a walk out by the river earlier on today. Only had time for a pint. So I had a pint. A great news, uh, You'll do very nice, a Christmas beer, but it's not got any spice or anything like that in it, but it's just mm. a nice, darker,
0: warming, warming beer, so that was, uh, that was quite nice. Good, and I know, Bruce, you're <laughs> off to the Fox shortly, but have you, have yeah. done a beer? Uh,
1: no, not right, we'll go on now, I'm keeping powder dry, but you're a great nation <laughs> cases here now, so that's Oh, good. good. <laughs> cool.
0: Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, in fact, I've had a few beers, so I've had a fairly quiet day. we were, we were at rugby this morning with Finney, was at. we were down at... Um, Burnt wood, it, when it was, it was two degrees, and you couldn't see the post from one end of the pitch to the other. Oh. So it was pretty cold. So I must admit, I've been on the mull side, it's happening, trying to warm up. Uh, but I've just been grabbing my Thornbridge, so I'm on there. Um, Blood Orange Halcyon, which I think about this before on the podcast, it's quite nice, actually. It's uh, it's an Imperial IPA, uh, 7.4%, with a, with a bit of a Christmassy orange to it, so it's very nice. And I've big, got a couple of Christmas up. beers, Big can, yeah, and a couple of Christmas yeah. beers that I'm going to talk about tonight. And Nick, be glad to hear the Thornbridge boxes arrive. So we've got Ooh. a couple of Thornbridges for uh, when you when you come down a bit later well, this week d- as well. D-
2: depends if I arrive or not, doesn't
0: it? Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think it'll be after Christmas and lockdown mm. and things. So the plan this week it's fairly a short one, um, but again a bit a bit like buzzes, really. We haven't seen any, each other for ages, and then we obviously met up on the uh, Trans Pennine Ale Trail a couple of weeks ago, and we talked about that in the podcast last week. And then actually Nick came down last weekend because we had a few things going on and we managed to sneak a couple of hours ourselves out in Stone, which we've talked a little bit before um, on the podcast. Bruce, I don't think you've been to Stone, have you? I've Yeah, you Stone? got married
1: at Stone, didn't in that time. Oh, of yeah,
0: it? yeah. But well, we didn't go to the pubs, did we? We were, we were in Newcastle when we were at the pubs. Uh, so it's, it's definitely worth a, a visit. It's it's in between Stoke-on-Trent and Stafford. Uh, it is on the West Coast main line, although you've got to get one of the local trains to be able to get off. Um, but uh, So that's the plan. Me and Nick I'm going to talk a little bit about our little trip around Stone, Purpose, um, purposefully really was go to see the new Jewels War, which is a, a brand new pub. In fact, as, as always with this podcast, we're kind of groundbreaking. The week after, this week, there's been loads of stuff in via Twitter and a couple of the kind of beer magazines about, talking about that new uh, pub that we went to and saying, you know, you can mm. still build pretty good pubs. You know, we always talk about, when I mean, we talk a lot about, don't we, Victorian pubs and fantastical mm. pubs, but. Uh, a couple of people were saying actually, you can still, you know, that, that's an example of how you can do a really, really good pub in the 21st century. And I'll oh, see what I know. Anyway, it's we're it's not a it new
2: build though, is it? It's
0: not a new building. It's not a new build. Oh, no, I'm, actually, most of that building is new. I mean, they have, they have used a little bit right. of the old buildings, but most of it is new. But anyway, we'll, we'll hold, we'll hold right. our powder and, and see what your view of it was, because obviously we're a bit biased. So, quick beery highlights then. Bruce, you sent a, a slightly blurdy picture. So, I don't know how many beers you had. So, you'd been into the uh, the swan in uh, P zone, Green? Was, yes, we, yes. For
1: our, it was lunchtime at work. So, we were actually drinking we went for our lunch. The food took forever to come out, and my friend had ordered Mick Crilly, was like that uh, beard meets food man gobbling it down. Much <laughs> <back> to <laughs> the disgust of some visiting tourists. Uh, uh, but, right. yeah, I like those. The, uh, this cat, this immobile cat, we thought it was a cushion. It was actually a cat, is <laughs> was on the stool. Uh, and there, this insanely large fire they've got there. Uh, I mean, the Black Swan, of course, one of York's most historic pubs, uh, but does get a lot of footfall because it's, well, it is in the town centre mm. and it's just uh, within the walls, but it's at the end of Stonebow. Yeah. So, of course, you come to the shambles, most people turn right. Well, actually, we went to the shambles, came at the bottom of the max, spent and turn left, what, five minutes. We've got to uh, uh, astonishing pub. And uh, as you can see from that back room is probably really one of York's finest pubs. We don't mm. go often enough. Um, who's his character um, it is really almost, you know, feels almost medieval. Yeah,
0: you, t- you talked about it a lot in action when we did the York, uh, you know, that yeah. York trio, you said, and, and certainly we've all been in there. And Like you say, it's a bit deceptive. Uh, on the outside, it looks quite, a I wouldn't say a new building, but it look, it's had a bit of a retail, but actually inside, it's very, very old, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah, and I said, just get the footfall, so it's well worth a visit. And a week last Tuesday, Nick Hugh came through, didn't we? We visited, uh, six or seven pubs we visited, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which was quite That's good, good fun, see. and then last... Saturday mm. I was in Leeds and I was uh, going to do the Headingley Run but um, uh, I did go to White Locks and the Angel both which were packed especially White Locks if ever there was a like looking COVID in the eye and getting away with it was that Saturday afternoon trip to White Locks we were rambling there like sardines mm. Um, mm. but then we were I was going to take you some of the Headingley Run because it was paying me to do it uh, we dropped my wife and daughter off at a Gary Barlow concert and astonishingly the ticket tout who couldn't actually sell his tickets gave us two tickets he gave us two tickets <laughs> Oh, what that happening? So much to Ben's mm. disappointment. We two ended up watching Gary Barlow.
0: <laughs> Gary Barlow. And then great oh, night, oh, Great night. Oh, night. Oh. night. So well, I've been watching Gary Barlow. I've been kind of wandering around, mostly with my son actually too, uh, who was still sixteen. So he was he's had a lot of soft drinks. Um, a couple of I've had a couple of really nice Christmassy beers. Nick was not Christmas beers. So on Thursday night, I was in Mellard and they had on draft the Bruccoli Barrel Age Whiskey Sour. Uh, Which is from Brewgooder, who are again one of those interesting. We perhaps need to do a bit more um, discussion on Brewgooder because they're one of these kind of, um, you know, sustainable, very forward-thinking brewers, and they they plant trees and and do wonderful things. So uh, it was eleven percent. So after discussion with the bar with the bar guy, he did say I'd have it in a third if I was used. I had a third, um, and I've got to say it was lovely. It was so honey. It was the honey, and they said I went back in yesterday, and they said there is no actually honey in it. It's just it's just the um, what did he say? It was the heather, I think, that they used in the in the whiskey that had uh, come through. So that was really nice. And then how much was that for a third? a third? For a third, it was about three quid something. It was about about three quid, three quid six, oh, I think it? it was for a third. It wasn't bad.
2: I, I mean, I know when you sent me that 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 link, the bottle was what eleven pound ninety five. Yeah,
0: eleven ninety five.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. bottles. So well, they claim
0: there's only fifteen casts of that out in the country, so it was quite rare. In fact, it, it actually gone when I got in there yesterday. It actually gone. Oh, and my, then the lads have done
2: well to get it, then, haven't
0: they? Yeah. Then the one I tried yesterday was was uh, Timmermans were from Belgium, which oh, yeah. was their golden Christmas ale. Which again, that was very nice as well. Now, that was seven pound a pint. So again, I had a half, which is about three sixty. Oh, I think right. they were charging.
2: Well, they, I mean, they were the first really fruit, what I would call craft beers, to ever come over. Yeah, I, mean, I know they've been yeah. brewing those fruit beers for centuries, but I know if you went in a real ale pub and you looked at the bottle collection, the bottles then were. All just Belgian yeah, beers, weren't yeah. they? Now you go in a lot of craft bars and they've got more bottles and cans behind the bar than they've actually got yeah. on tap. But Timmermans, and I always remember the cherry
0: one, the cherry cherry mm, beer Timmermans the, was, the, big beer, yeah. was the famous one, wasn't it? I think the problem we had yesterday with where we went, the, I mean, beers were good and good form. And I said to Bruce, they weren't too busy most places. We, we did go in a new place. It was actually Rams. We came so right now and again. But most of the beers were such high ABVs uh, I mean ended up in the, in the last last point of call, Nick i got in the boat and horses, which had just re, re, recently reopened actually oh, yeah. the new, the new landlady. Yeah. They, they had five cats on, but in the end they went for JIPO. Because again, everything else was just mad crazy and most of the craft bars were in. It was eight percent stuff that you were drinking. I say, so. I mean, and, and,
2: and the coach and horses is, is a traditional pub, isn't it?
0: Boat and horses, yeah, yeah. Very traditional yeah. Sorry, the boat and horses, yeah. So Postman, you can't yeah. you can't
2: think that the clientele in there would no. a particularly high. No. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say they were a craft uh,
0: clientele put it that way yeah and then and the other half of my week i know these two are on untap but i'm on untap which is this way where you you kind of log in your beers and you kind of go through it. and they do a really nice thing at the end of the year is they, they they summarize the whole year for you in your beery world so i just thought i'd share some of the fact it's gone up slightly because I, 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 i've updated some yesterday so this year i have drank or have tried 365 beers all right I've, I've keyed in 465 <laughs> beers it says that's four five three for those on youtube um my top beer was Fairy uh, Brew York Fairy Tale of Brew York. That was my top beer of the year, um, mm-hmm. followed by the Titanic um, Plum Porter. I've been to uh, we'll put down here. I've been to 104 different bars and pubs and locations to sample beers, and mm-hmm. I have sampled beer from 183 breweries, uh, wow. and the untapped average is 21. Most people (laughs) have 21 breweries. (laughs) I've been to 93. So, can you guess what my top breweries are? Which breweries I've drank the most beers from?
1: Uh, Thornbridge.
0: Thornbridge Thornbridge is 35. I've had 32 Thornbridge beers this year. 32
2: Thornbridge
0: beers this year. Oh, I've had. Titanic. No, No, actually, they're low down because I've had 13 uh, Beartown beers. I've had 11 Brew York. Eight buxton and seven roosters, which is we had a we had a one good, didn't we? In oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just thought I'd share that one. It's quite fun actually when you look back at, yeah, you, yeah. at your year and see what you've done. Yeah,
2: so. I think the reason why me and you aren't on untapped, Bruce, because normally we go to the pub, we're always with somebody else to talk to. It <laughs> seems untapped. Michael yeah, sent well. me a link the other day and he said he was just sat in mallards, and I went on untapped. And there was another bloke posting about what was drinking. There was another bloke called Michael H. on there, but it wasn't him. It was some other bloke in another part of the country. I said, you know, anybody on untapped? it must be
0: single bloke sat in the pub just tapping away on the phones. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the tasting notes. I'm keen to put it. Now, uh, Bruce, some bad news for you, Brew York. Well, I don't know if you heard this. Brew York are withdrawing a big eagle um, from their core range. Um, oh. It was a really good uh, podcast from the Fear the Clock Show, the opinions guys. They had one of the founders of Brew York on. Really good. Actually, it was nearly a two-hour podcast. It was really worth listening to. Actually, to get a chance over Christmas beer o'clock show. Uh, and he was saying, yeah, they, they, every kind of this time of year, brew York. Um, he said that basically we we do. He said, you know, despite all of our philosophy, we have to go by the market um, because that's how you run a brewery, basically. Yeah, yeah. And he said, we said, I think he said there are five beers now that they've withdrawn over the last kind of five or six years. Not because, not because they're crap beers, because they're fantastic beers, but they're just not making enough, you know, they're not turning them up over. And he said Big Eagle, Big Eagle's one of them. Obviously, Big Eagle used to be Big, Big Eagle, didn't it? Because they had a, it was quite strong, wasn't it? It was stronger than it was now. Um, and it's 6.4, I think, on cask at the moment. So, yeah, they're, they're going to withdraw it. Um, so it'll only be brewed as a seasonal, he said, once or twice a year. But then he did drop in that what they are going to do in the first reincarnation is they are collaborate with Thornbridge uh, and he explained that Big Eagle is a, um, a West Coast uh, IPA kind of California way. And Jaipur is another West Coast IPA. So they are going to get together and they're going to brew one Jaipur Big Eagle at, at Brew York. And then they're going to brew one Big Eagle Jaipur at Thornbridge. And, and it'd be really interesting to see kind of what, how the subtleness of the brewery, the Brew York will brew the Brew York one and do, you know, work out what they're going to do and Thornbridge will do that, so that'll be something worth looking forward to, I think a Big Eagle, or mm. J- mix-up, which would be quite interesting that won't it?
2: They have it in cans at the moment, Bruce in uh, Morrison's on Foss Island, oh, I noticed yeah. the other day, £3 a can. Yeah, it's a good so, beer, it? it's
0: a really good beer, and, it, yeah, and it's quite deceptive, isn't it really, because it doesn't taste that strong. It's,
2: it's a cost that still, I have issues yeah. with, £3 for a can of, of beer, so, but yeah, I spotted it, they had it in there, so, if you want any for Christmas, get yourself to, uh, to Morrison's now, I'm, on, on I'm going to go a
0: slightly tangent now, and again, probably those on YouTube. This will work best for you who watch this on YouTube. So there was another story; it's not quite a beery story per se in the Financial Times this week. So I'm going to see whether, and I've put the link in there for those on YouTube. I'm going to see whether these two can pick up what it might have been about. So it's something to do with a French chateau and a Lancashire miners' club.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: No hint, no ideas yet. So, um,
1: hmm, some kind of Trappist brew,
0: then. Some kind of Trappist brew. It's not necessarily beer I'm talking about here. Oh. It's something I'm going to be drinking this Christmas. Oh, I
1: don't
0: know. But I've given you another clue be- there. Well,
2: Benedictine, Benedictine. And I've given you um, another clue be- there. Oh.
0: That's the Burnley Football Club, uh, club badge. Happy place. And happy
1: there's place. another.
0: And there's another club. There's another option there, which is the Burnley Miners Social Club. So do you know that the Burnley Miners Social Club is the Benedictine pub of the year or the bar of the year where they sell the most Benedictine uh, in any one place? And mm-hmm. rather than getting an oxo at Burnley Football Club, you can actually have a Benny and Hot, which is a Benedictine with a dash of hot water in it. And that's what they actually sell at the rugby club, at the football club, sorry. So mm-hmm. do you know the story of this, guys? Nick, do you, I thought you might know this story. No, no. It's, it's to do with the First World War. Why? Why do you think um, b- Burnley and, and in particular Accrington? Oh,
1: pals and Burnley. Yeah, pals. that's pals. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah,
0: the story is that in the in the First World War, um, the East Lancashire and the and particularly Accrington Pals, East Lancashire Regiment, and and the particularly the Accrington Pals were stationed in around Fecamp, which is in kind of central, kind of north North France. Um, and at, in Christmas, uh, one Christmas, um, they were, a lot of the obviously were, were shell shot and were injured. And they used one of the local chateaus to kind of put them up as a, as a rehabilitation, as a hospital kind of area. And this, this chateau just happened to be the place where they make Benedictine. Um, and so all the soldiers were drinking it. And so when they came back to the UK, when they went back to Lancashire, they had this flavour for it. So the, that, that working men's club in, in Burnley is the sing, biggest single uh, outlet for um, Benedictine. Uh, and even, even, Weatherspoons, even Weatherspoons sells it in, in, uh, in Burnley as well. If you go to Weatherspoons in Burnley and ask for a Benny and hot, they'll know what you're talking about. So I just thought but it was it's interesting. Not, it's not unpleasant, is
2: it, Benedictine? No, it's, for, a, it's lovely with hot water, a, actually. It's it yeah. a bit of a
0: toddy. I mean, it's quite, yeah, it's quite herbal. It's got a mix of herbs. Um, and I say it was a story where a, a, a French, uh, a guy called Le Grand, Oh no, Well, no, Benedictine's bought, he, is it brandy,
2: brandy, brandy and honey base, isn't
0: it? It's It's got honey. I wouldn't French say it's brandy, brandy it's a, bit, base. It's a bit thinner than brandy. It's really, I think, like, quite nice. And I say, if you drop a little bit of hot water in it, and possibly a little bit of sugar, it's uh, it's a very, very nice drink. So I just thought, anyway, it's worth chasing that article up if you just go into Financial Ooh, Times. And that's extraordinary, that, isn't it? Yeah, really good. I mean, I don't know whether you guys have seen this as well. This is Sean, who's again we, we've had the, we've we talked about on the podcast quite a bit, and he, we had a bit of banter with him because these two moaned about the outside of the uh, the maltines in York in, in the last lockdown. Um, and I just picked this up. Sean had uh, uh, tweeted this week about Timothy Taylor's landlord Dark, which is That's a good new ransom, then?
1: Right. Yeah,
0: which is what Ram Tam mm. used to be. Um, right. So they've re again, you know, part of that that Taylor's kind of rebranding. So, Yeah, landlord. Dark. Dar, well,
2: it's not rebranded, it's easier for hopefully folk tomorrow in the country
0: recognizing yeah, Taylor's landlord again. I must have been not, you not seeing people, in, people in the while, south. Actually. Well,
2: people in the south won't know what ram tam is, will they?
0: Yeah, yeah. But
2: if it's landlord, then they'll think, Oh, yeah, Timothy Taylor's landlord, my favorite beer.
0: There we are. Different so they've got that on so. in the maltins, but it might keep your eyes open so you see it anywhere else as well, really. Interesting. Mm. Oh. Right, so we've talked about Stone in Statue a couple of times before, really, and I think I mentioned I'd, I'd sat through a really good talk from the managing director, and uh, I think when I on, on that podcast, I'd said that actually for a while, Stone was almost as big a brewing capital as, as is Burton, which is a little bit further down the Trent, uh, and obviously Burton still is very much renowned for its beers, or unfortunately now it's all, it's all the mega brands that are kind of there, and, and I think there's only kind of Martins who are hanging on and, and, they're, again, they're part of Heineken, aren't they, these days? Um, so, actually, Stone used to have uh, a lot of breweries, in particular one called Bentz. Um, and, in fact, there are now two breweries in Stone. There's been a, there was a bit of a gap about, I think, in the 70s when, when the breweries the initial breweries closed down, there was a bit of a gap. And then in the uh, early 2000s, uh, there's been a resurgence of brewing. Um, so, Limestone Brewery, um, now uh, in the old Bentz Brewery, which is just on the edge of the Stone, and Nick, I know you had, you had, you've tried some of those beers when we were in stone on the day as well. And uh, they've got a, a, a growing pub. Um, uh, uh, the word is at uh, state as well. It's a couple of, couple of my neck of the woods, from the lime. Um They opened in 2008. Um, they have a tap called the Bore Hall, which is uh, next to the brewery. Um, and they do quite a range of beers, uh, mainly, mainly kind of golden type beers. They do, I think Einstein's been my favorite, which is a bit one of those kind of beer hybrids. Uh, lager kind of bitter hybrids um the brewer's daughter now is also brewing uh, a lager as well and um, which is which is uh, again i think it's, um something to do with cats is that lager i'll come to you back in a minute um but what we're really looking for in stone was jowls or jewels so jewels were the one of the biggest brewers um in the uh, late 1800s early 1900s um they decided that their market would be America as opposed to India. And in fact, for a, for a time, Jewels were selling more beer than Bass were because Bass went east and they sent their beers down the Trent and Mersey to Hull and, and out into the, uh, obviously to the, uh, you know, the, the continent. Whereas Jewels use the Trent and Mersey canal the other way because that's where the stone sits. And they sent their beers to Liverpool, which then went on to North America and Canada. And I think if you remember, we said that this led to quite a lot of rivalry. And in the end, in the 70s, Bass bought Jewels out. And it was one of those things actually that kind of kicked off camera. Um, and, you know, it was at that time when people started to get interested in that. So the brewery in Jewels, the Jewels brewery actually used to be bang on the high street. I thought Nick can point out to you, Nick, where the, I think it's the, it's the home bargains now. Um, but in there, the, the, the brewery clock is still bang in the middle. There's a picture here on YouTube, it's still bang in the middle of the high street. Um, so Jules, again, was set up as a brewery in 1758 when somebody called Francis Jules came along, and so the company were very much <laughs> based in there. But I say, that they decided that they would go to uh, America's rather than to, uh, than to uh, the India and everywhere else that the Bass went to. Uh, but unfortunately, in 1970, they were taken over by Bass Charrington, um, and although there was an agreement that they would carry on uh, brewing Jules beers in, in stone, very quickly they simply mopped the whole plant uh, stopped brewing, took away the name, stopped brewing Jules' beer completely. Um, and it's been a fairly battle that's lasted about another 50 years to kind of return that and get that turned around. And that's, that's a story of Jules. So um, an interesting thing Then as I said, there's, there's quite a few on the archives. There's quite a lot of uh, information about uh, the death of Jules and people protesting uh, with coffins and things outside I the past. There borders. weren't that many people protesting, was there? No, no, no. <laughs> They've all got big flares <laughs> and long hair, as always, in the 70s. Uh, but it was one of the. I think, was it Wadsworth? One of the London... Again, Roger Prots was talking about this this week. I think there was a similar thing happened, didn't they, in that one of the London breweries about the same time was being closed down as well. Anyway, the resurgent was that in 2010, um, a couple of guys who, would, who had backgrounds in brewing managed to... Um, agree with Bass to have the license to re-brew Jules' beer. Um, they, and one of the stipulations was that they couldn't brew in stone. So actually, they ended up going to Market Drayton, which is just over the borders in Shropshire, um, and built a brand-new brewery behind a very old pub, the Red Lion. And, it's, it's, and it's a pretty impressive brewery now. And I, think, I know Nick hasn't been there yet, so we're hoping maybe over Christmas, fingers crossed, if we can, we'll get the brewery. Um, again, for those on YouTube, the brewery is on the right-hand side but that is behind the pub that's on the top picture, which is the, what was the Red Lion in Market Drayton, and the brewery. You can just see the brewery tower behind it, actually, as well. It's a brand-new brewery. Built, they built in, in 2010, um, and is and is a, a really nice place. And, again, I know Nick's interested because, Nick, this is the, the back room, and this is all the Mountie Thompson furniture, yeah. which, again, is up, nice. up near us in Thirsk. And apparently this was a bank. There was a bank in Leeds that had this in their, in their, you know, their senior executive room, and when they built the brewery and the brewery tap, they, they managed to get all this. It came down in three vans, I understand. And they've completely kind of rebuilt it in their back bar, in their back tap room bar. Um, yeah. And I think there was something, mm-hmm. like, something like, I don't know, 18 or 19 mice that you can find. Either <laughs> on the furniture are actually in that fantastic panel. For those on YouTube, yeah, you'll see the red crosses everywhere, which can be mentioned is the, I think it was the, say the sixth trademark of the world. Bats is number one but yeah. I think Jules' triangle was number six. So a really interesting brewery, worth definitely looking out. Again, they've got a growing estate. They kind of they go across the Shrewsbury. They've got beers at the pubs in Shrewsbury. that are moving to Cheshire now as well, um, but mainly focused around, around the... Uh, but the is that why
2: Bass area. wouldn't let them brew in Newcastle? Because that was Staffordshire.
0: Yeah, they couldn't brew in stone again, because uh, that was a stipulation, so they went over a border. they brew into Shropshire. They claim the aquifer, they claim that it's the same water in Market which isn't isn't a million miles away in Market Drain. It's probably about, I don't know, eight, nine miles away. And they claim that it's on the same aquifer that uh, stone is, and that's one reason why they chose Market Drain. So anyway, Nick and I, we had a couple of hours. Uh, We were going for a family meal a little bit later on at Aston Marina, which is just outside Stone. So we managed to get a quick lift in. Um, it was, unfortunately, another horrible wet mm. December Saturday, wasn't it? Very, very similar to our experience in, in West Yorkshire. Um, mm. But anyway, we, we managed to keep dry in the pubs. So We, we didn't actually have to get any taxes. We didn't get any taxes no. Because Bruce <laughs> weren't with us. <laughs> um, so we kicked off, actually, in another local brewery, which was Titanic. So Titanic Brew, we've mentioned, obviously, from Stoke-on-Trent. And they have a great pub in Stone, which is the Royal Exchange. So, Nick, your thoughts on the Royal Exchange. A little bit outside the town centre, about a five-minute walk, though. Oh, yeah, hardly that. I mean, Stone isn't a big place anyway, so
2: easy enough to find. And I asked you whether it had always been a pub, and I think you said, yeah, and, you know, it's It's one of them classic corner corner buildings, but at least it's still being used as a pub because you see these dotted around the country that have been closed, and that's it, end of the lives, really, and then converted to houses or whatever else. So, yeah, uh, it was... Very steady in there, but like you say, that was probably down to the weather. Also, the weather was Unf- great. Yeah. Unfortunately, this case, you know, you know, I'm a supporter of weatherspoons but once again, yeah, five minutes walk back into town. The weatherspoons was well, there wasn't a seat to spare in there, was no, there? No, there
0: wasn't. We stood up, didn't we? Yeah. You know, that's right.
2: and a lot of the clientele in there, you would have normally expected to see in a pub like uh the all Standard. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a classic locals pub, as it were. You know, where guys going on their own, but they always know there's a chance to have a chat.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, there's a bit of chat yeah. going on with the spoons, but that's, that's one thing that Weather have done. They say you know they of the community. I, I don't uh, say they're not. Uh, but in this particular case, I, I would suspect that If Spoons wasn't five minutes away, then the Royal Exchange
0: might be it's a little bit busy. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. It, does, it does get busy. But we sat in the wrong place. We sat in the left-hand side of it. We got turfed out because there was a there was a club or something coming in there. But, but we, that, and, that
2: was good. The fact that they were using the space for things like yeah, that, we didn't find yeah. at all. You know, no, meant we, we got sat by to the
0: five, two, two nice fires in there. 16
2: bums on seats. You know, yeah. a little bit later on, that's that's fair play. I'll I'll stand outside if I need to. You know. If a pub can keep open by, by doing that, by allowing people to come and have their own little private do's and stuff, that's, that's and a, fair enough to obviously me.
0: Obviously, they mainly focus on the Titanic beers, so there's normally about five or six of their beers on. They normally have a guest on as well. Um, there was a long-standing relationship with, with um, Everard and Tiger, so you normally get Tiger on all the pubs as well. Um, and I think the, 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 the uh, drop on the end, it wasn't, I, I, I'm a VIP member at Titanic, so I have a, mm. a, a kind of member's card, and, and the landlady was very good. She checked, He said, well, do you know what? Not only you got your pound off this week, you've also got two birthday drinks that you didn't take in 21 and 20. So we ended up buying two pints for £2.60, which was uh, an absolute bargain. Oh, yeah, the,
2: oh, yeah. I mean, the first two rounds, I Say from there. We I yeah. went to weather'spoons so the weather'spoons round, that was another, because I used my camera belts, so that was three yeah. quid. So our first two rounds. As a fiver, so <laughs> pretty good. It was being a bit so, like in Sam Smith's Sam Smith
0: country from the uh, from the Royal Exchange. If you walk down the hill as you head towards the kind of the town center, um, Stone's a quite old fashioned place, it's got a long, windy kind of marketplace, m- high street, which is pedestrianized. And you come to Granville Square, the top of that, where the buzzes drop you off. Um, in fact, the buzzes drop you off right outside the Weatherspoon. So, yeah, this was the old post office in uh, uh sorry, in Stone, which again is a, quite a popular. Um, conversion, isn't it? Uh, We've got one in, in, in Newcastle Line, which was the post office as well. So the post off Stone is the weatherspoons in Stone. It's a long building. It's maybe not as character inside, Nick, is it, as some weatherspoons are? No, I'll
2: say once again, it, yeah, for, for weatherspoons it, it, it didn't do much for me to be, actually. I mean, compared yeah. to what it looks like outside, knowing that it was an old post office, you'd think there would be a lot more fixed and fittings. And the only thing I spotted, which I mentioned to you on our actually on our way out, well, like these two little curved little cubby These yeah, little it's where they used to have the telephones
0: areas. in the old days. When you when yeah. you need, when we have mobile phones, you wouldn't to most obviously make a telephone call and they've kept the old little phone booths and you can you can drink in there. But yeah. it reminded me of that place in uh, the Crown Liquor Bar in Belfast, you know, those first little two cupboards that you kind of get into.
2: Uh, but other um, than that, I had to ask you what it actually was, because I say we sort of yeah, you shuffled really in it, because it was raining, didn't really yeah. take much notice in the outside didn't yeah. pick up from its name the post of stone that it was a post office. And I said to you, well, what, what did it used to be? Yeah. And you said post office, which I suppose explains that what is now the bar would have been the long counter. But yeah. otherwise, you know, all right, you know, Tim might always make sure he's got pictures and posters and information on the walls, but couldn't get at him because it was that busy. Um, and otherwise, the building seemed to be pretty characterless, to be honest with you. Yeah, Inside, it's just like it's one a,
0: big, long space. There's a bit more of a lounge yeah. at the top end. Um, yeah. and again all the, the other thing I noticed in these Wetherspoons they've all got tellies these Wetherspoons in our area they've all always showing like sport or news which again I, I remember rightly spoons were anti-tellies weren't they well that, that used to be his Loi's Loi's number local number one ones. bars yeah. you know he,
2: he had his life's number one bars and they were bars where we'd have sport and, and, and music but I think he's getting yeah. rid of most of those now anyway yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. Um, and I think Nick you tried a limestone beer in here didn't you I had the bath. I had their um, festivity uh, bath bills they are a fairly they had a fairly range I they well, were mainly no, mainly kind I of say, big I, mac- I, macros, I, I, weren't I they?
2: I don't think they did, Mike. I think they had the normal Abbott, yeah. Oodles, um, Doomba, Doomba. And I think they only yeah. had two local beers on. Yeah, you went on the stronger Christmas one, and I thought yeah. I don't fancy that dark five and a half percent. So that's why I went for the uh, the, you limestone the limestone. It was the limestone, we
0: the local one as well. Yeah, mm. like I like to say it was very busy because so we we actually Nick's picture there, Nick at the bar, and we actually ended up standing just where I took the picture from. Because it was, it was so busy, so it wasn't no great weather. Yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't great. So walking down the high street, um, there is a bit of a gap. Then there's a new pub called Bear on the left-hand side, which has been at West Bank. Which again, mm-hmm. I understand now is a apple chain. Um, we were hoping because there's a fairly new micro pub that's been uh, set up just off kind of what was the old Market Square or the library there, the Ren. Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't open. Didn't open until. Um, I think was it 6 o'clock or something, Nick, wasn't it? It looked quite nice inside. It looked a little, little place, yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah I've not, it not managed yeah. to get into it yet, because I think it only yeah. opens for short hours. But they do what they probably do. Uh, Limestone and Slater's beers in there, which are local, which are good. Um, so unfortunately, we missed out on that, which yeah. meant probably we had more time to get into the fantastic Jewels Crown Wharf. So as I mentioned, this is a brand new build, um, a huge complex, Nick, isn't it really? Right mm. on the edge of the canal. It's I, I can see
2: now that it is a new build. Not bit there, yeah. Inside, it, it was just reminiscent of an old bonding warehouse. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I assumed they'd yeah. use some of the old building. But
0: So this actually, unfortunately, kind of was finished just as kind of lockdown was kicking in. So it didn't really open until this summer. Um, but it's been open since then. Uh, I've got to say, the first couple of times we went in, it wasn't great because just getting it. It's a massive... In fact, we spent some time looking at the bar, didn't we? Because we were kind of got a great table. Mm overlooked the bar and it's a very big bar if you're if you're working behind the bar to kind of work through really um and we've mentioned before that what they've also done is build quite a few things outside of it as well there's a community theater there's there's what was the old town's uh, fire station and they've also made a replica of the bass tap the cooper's tavern which is um in burton uh, just on the edge of what was the bass museum and and again, I know the chief, the chief exec said that when they, had, when they finally paid the quarter of million pounds to buy back the name Jewels from Bass, um, they signed that in the Coopers' tavern. So it was a little bit of a mistake. And as part of this new complex. They've rebuilt the Coopers. I don't know what they're going to do with that. It's just like a mock. It's like Coronet Street. It's just like a mock building at the moment. I don't know when they're going to open it. Uh, but mm. there's Nick, and we found a lovely little table with a little kind of lounge that's on the kind of canal side, a little bit quiet in there, wasn't it? It was quite nice. It, in was, there. it was just ticking over. You yeah. tried to
2: point me towards the booths, but I say I think they were being used for eating. But I mean, it's a, it's a heck of a, heck yeah, of a space, a heck of a building. Yeah. Lots of different areas, lots of nice areas. Uh, managed to duck upstairs to the loo. Uh, even things like the staircase, very shallow, nice white yeah. staircase. You know, mm-hmm. after you've had a few, you don't want to be mm-hmm. going up a rickety old staircase, really. And it was obviously being a, a private event party going on upstairs uh, upstairs they've got the verandas that open out uh, so you're looking over the canal so i mean that upstairs room as a private venue room would be a cracking room yeah yeah. Uh, yeah just a lot of nice different areas broken up with say with booths and and panelling and tables and yeah i was really impressed really was
0: so they again it's mainly their beers that they have on uh, they have a range of they do a bitter they do a blonde um we're actually on what's what they call the number six which i I guess it's a dark mild, you probably explain, you describe on it was, it was quite nice, really. I don't know whether that's on all year round. It's definitely a, a wintry beer. Mm. Uh, they do have a couple of keg IPAs as well, and they have their own lager called Green Monkey, which, again, is, is worth seeking out. And again, not 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 stupid priced. It was quite, quite. it was about 350 a pint, wasn't it, in there? I think we paid in yeah. the end, did something like that in there. Um, but like Nick I said, it, it's uh, it quite thick, that was. It was quite yeah. uh,
2: quite lustrous, wasn't it? Yeah. It's
0: quite a, uh, quite a big venue. And so lots of different spaces mm. that you can eat. And they, they do food as well. And it seems to take over. I mean, it was fairly busy, wasn't it? We were in there. People were coming and going quite a lot. The main bar was fairly, fairly, fairly busy um, for a horrible December. Um, and then the beauty of this place is you come out back onto the kind of what is kind of stone in a ring road. And in front of you is a much more old traditional pub, which is the Swan, which is a bit of a beer mecca, really, in stone. Um, I think Nick, you hadn't been in here before. I know oh, we. I think we we agree we had been in. Been one of the beer festivals. festivals. I think we'd bought yeah. inside
2: and, and drunk outside.
0: So the Swan, if you like, if you like, is the Camera Pub of Stone, and really. It's been there for a number of years now. Uh, again, it's again just just off the canal um, as you're kind of heading out Stone towards where there is now the new Mark and Spencer uh, food food hall and the leisure centre. Um, so again, we had a fire for Bruce, although he's disappeared at the moment. <laughs> So there was a nice fire that Bruce blood kept Bruce happy. Um, and again, there was a massive range of beers. Now, they always have eight or nine cast beers on. Um, and, and we also mentioned they've got the Macro lagers in the corner as well, haven't they, out, out of the way. So if you come in, yeah. uh, you have to ask for a, a Macro Lager and all you see really is hand pumps. So uh, we did quite quite a few beers in here, actually. I, I tried to make the list. We had, we had the, um, the black one was the Acorn uh, Gorlovska Imperial Stout. We had some Abbeydale Double Deception. We had, from the Utokster Brewing Company, we had the Admiral Gardner First Law, which is a pale ale think one of those at the front there. Um, and then we also had a Coach House, which I've not seen for a while, Coach House, and that was the Old Priory. So um, we had some good beers in there, didn't we? They, and they were all on cracking form, and again, all very well-priced.
2: Yeah, I can't think that we had a bad beer all day, to be honest with you.
0: No, no, it was, it was good. So as you can see from the picture on YouTube, we had, a, we had a pint each. I think I was on the pint of the Abbey Dale. Come okay, well, you started on a pint of, and then I said we just sampled quite a few. We had about four sampled for four different beers and halves as well, and shared those yeah. uh, very unco with my brother. So it didn't matter really. So yeah, so all in all, it was a, it was a cracking little tour really. If we'd had more yeah. time, um, we, obviously the Swan is very close to the Star, um, and the Star is is right on the side of the canal. Um, and there was, uh, again, a little, little thing there. There's a in- very interesting set of lock gates because they're tucked between the canal and the road bridge. So there's not enough room to have full sets of uh, normal kind of lock gates. So, again, if you're on YouTube, the picture there at the bottom there, it's kind of got a 90-degree angle in it. Um, the, I think it's a, oh, a Marston. It's, it's down and a I don't think it's a Marston club anymore now. It's whatever they took that chain over. Um, but no, you well, it, get, it will, yeah, it will sp- still be a it be a Marstons. Yeah, you can get always get a pint of Banks in there, which again is, quite, is normally a good pint. And I don't know, we missed this, Nick. I don't know. You see that the sign there has got Spitfire on it, even though it the pub is called the Star. And again, a bit of research said the reason why they've got Spitfire on the pub sign right. hmm. is that the pub here uh, actually in the Second World War they they led and they got together and Stone actually bought a Spitfire as part of the war effort, uh, and the pub was the kind of driving force behind that, which is why yeah. they've always had a Spitfire on there. On their pub side, I, I didn't know that picked up this week. Um, the the bar to go into again, if you're on the YouTube, is the bar on the bottom picture, and they call that the Boaters Bar, and it's very stripped back. It's just board, you know, very not just modern floorboards, but very old floorboards. And I say normally that banks is, is on not 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 to not bad form. There is a couple of pubs in the high street. There's a Punch Pub in the high street, which is called the Red Lion. Which again, we didn't go in um, on on this uh, on this time. They normally have again some really good beers in there, um, and they claim that is Stone's oldest pub. Because it very much is in the kind of the thick of the town. Um, I did actually find out, I, I read this week that Punch Taverns have been bought out by somebody as well, which again was a bit of a concern. Yeah, I think I think Punch went a while back. Yeah, uh, and then the, uh, no, they're, they're still there. And I said, I've uh, just been bought out by, again, one of these equity firms. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other the other bar that is worth maybe having a look in, they don't do cast beer, uh, is 10 Green Bottles. So you may have heard me mention this because there's another chain of them in, in Newcastle on the Line. Yeah. Uh, again, they, they're a kind of craft bar, gin kind of lead place that take over shops. The Stone one is quite nice, actually. It's, uh, and they always have quite a good range of beers on. Um, local and international, uh, normally about eight or nine kegs on. Um, not cheap, and they don't sell pints, so you can only drink it in thirds or two thirds. So again, there's another couple of good pubs in stone. There's a few more on the outskirts. Again, you could still, you could still have a good, a good day. So I think we had, what, three hours or so, and it was steady, wasn't it? We had about I don't yeah, know, yeah. six, yeah. seven pints. It was really, really nice. Well, um, I mean, we
2: knew we were having a meal later on, yeah, yeah. so
0: we just took it steady. But uh, yeah, a good little place to wander around. Yeah, and it's quite compact, and I say you, you get there, you know, the buzz and stuff is fairly good from uh the south and Stafford or Birmingham all via the train. Um, and then we ended up we actually rounded off the evening uh, another Titanic pub, which is in Bod. So Nick was actually stopping in a uh a Premier Inn just down the road from Trentham Gardens, and I mentioned this place before again, it was another one that was actually up and just, just as lockdown was kicking in. Um, Bod is a kind of cafe bar arm of the Titanic Brewery. Um, They've got about five or six of these now. And the Trenton one is, well, Well, I remember it, it was a NatWest bank, but actually apparently before that it was actually the police station. Um, and in fact, they've got, you can actually sit in one of the cells and have a drink. Um, so we managed to get in here for Saturday night. Didn't we we had a couple of beers in here Saturday, meet that's, Saturday
2: night? That's got to be an artist's impression. Yeah, on the top that of there, one is. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't really look like that, <laughs> especially on a wet, miserable Saturday night. But uh, yeah, but that was distinctive all right. in the, it's got that tower there.
0: Yeah, and that was all right, wasn't it? It was. It's again. It's 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 quite um, eclectic inside. It's it's all kind of reclaimed wood. Um, it was fairly busy, wasn't it? Because we 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 got we got sat down. We, we moved tables, I think, a couple of times. Because well, was,
2: for, for anybody stopping, it's the Trenton uh, Trentum, uh Trentum Garden's Travel Lodge, and yeah. stopping you there, it's uh a once real real old because the the Travel Lodge, I think, has got a beef eater attached to it. This is literally a five minute walk just down the road, so this would be the. Uh, if You're into your real ale and you're stopping anywhere over there, this would be your favoured uh, walk
0: out to, Yeah. Yeah. So again, we're, we're looking for those bods There, there's one in Stafford as well. So Cause Buddy's is, uh, is
2: what the, the name of the guy who owns uh, Titanic Brewery? That's
0: right. It's linked to one of them one of the one of the brothers yeah, the I have And then but, we
2: found out that one of the daughters had just started making lag. That's right. Lager, there's another
0: lager spin up as well. Yeah. Stray cat was the lag I was thinking about for um the limestone brewery, and then the same thing's happened here in the one of the families is now brewing um, lagers. And I can't remember, I can't for life remember what the lager's called. But no, was it. it was
2: on in the uh, Royal Standard, wasn't it? And it I was, pointed yeah, it out. Yeah. Uh, it have been on
0: in Bod as well, probably.
2: Never seen it before and said, who's making that? And it was the lady behind the once right. Again, good knowledge. Yeah. And she said, no oh, well, it's actually been made by the Titanic people. But it's,
0: it's one no, of the daughters yeah. that's started making lager. Okay, so that was our very brief, but i just turn and round up really 2021, I think. And it was it's good that at the end of twenty one we have been able to get together, um, the three of us and the two of us, to have a few beers and, and just uh, chew the fat and put them together in some podcasts. So um, I think that's all good. Bruce, I know I just had to run off to have a phone call, so we may not see Bruce now. <laughs> um, I don't don't just keep rambling on for the next whatever it is. So I say the plan for Christmas is uh, fingers crossed. Nick Nick's bringing Nick's coming down to Staffordshire for a couple of days, and then we're certainly planning to go up to Northumberland. That's what we're doing at the moment. But mm-hmm. I say, and um, we I say we're on the what well, we're on the nineteenth of December now, and obviously the COVID rates are going up, and there's talk in all the papers this weekend about um, another lockdown, or certainly I think they're calling it a fire break out there for a couple of weeks, and. We already know that in... They, they, um, they need
2: to make the decision now because, as I say, yeah. just been up to the, the old Oak this afternoon and poor old Steve says, he said they've got £1,000 with real ale coming in next yeah. week. It's year now, them, yeah, he's got new year.
0: I'm wondering now, do I cancel it? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's
2: okay for the bolt stuff. It's okay for the, the stuffing yeah. ke- uh, keg, even though, yeah. you know, it's got a, a shelf back of two months, even
1: yeah.
2: though January is quiet. But if you're, yeah. if you're bringing in real ale, You've got well, three I mean weeks again. That's
0: it. At the moment, what supermarkets are doing? What I've seen there was there was one today. Was it three packs for eighteen quid? So you yeah. can you can pretty much buy what's that? Seventy two cans of beer for eighteen mm. quid at the moment. Um, yeah. So people even you know people aren't even going to do takeaway, are they? Really? Um, I think looking at the Twitter thing today, in that people have been, um, you know, pubs have been saying people yeah. are going. Mm. Uh, people are still turning up, and people. I read somewhere where a guy had cancelled at the pub but then had bought the whole of their beer fridge out I said look we're right. sorry we, we've got a works party we're not coming but you know what we've all chipped in and we'll just buy your beer fridge out off you uh, and can you deliver it to me and I'll send it around and so there are people are trying to support so well that's what I said
2: to Steve. Steve I said look Steve I says if you're left with £1,000 yeah. of beer let us know we'll Let's bring our growlers it. up yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah but
2: you know that's, that's his dilemma now you know the yeah. government turn around and say yeah right we're definitely locking you down then he knows what to do yeah. but yeah. as it is yeah. Yeah. I have to
1: shed on here that fullers have, um, Fullers of uh, close 20 of the busiest pubs in central London uh, mm. today because their footfalls down anywhere 40 to 20 don't know where they are so it's not viable keeping them well up. that's
0: that work from home isn't it if people are working from home like they've been told to do um, you know that's where they're going to lose with this time of year when you finish a bit early and you have a few beers and then we're back at the tube station or whatever
1: totally, yeah. so
0: yeah it's, it's, a rough, it's a rough couple of weeks ahead potentially for our friends in hospitality so we'll do what yeah. we can and it's just that balancing it trying to keep yourself safe um, and I must admit you know we, we well certainly yesterday we walked in a really busy pub we walked out again um, and then the other pubs we went into were, were steady really um, and we felt okay in them um, there was there was not much mask wearing going mask wearing in the town actually shops was quite good um, one or two people in some pubs wearing masks some of, them, some of the staff wearing masks but obviously that's the bonkers thing because there isn't any rules about wearing a face yeah. mask in a pub is there um, there is a- still the, the hand gels and things around but again very didn't look like many people are using them. So it's all a bit confusing. So so I say, fingers crossed that we can um, certainly enjoy Christmas with family at uh, the, the least. And uh, we'll hope to kind of get together at some point. So whether mm-hmm. we do a, a virtual catch up, um, whether we can get, we can kind of contrude and get the align the moon so we can maybe get together at some point, we'll we'll do our best. But I say, it's been really nice. I'm just saying, Bruce, it's been really good at the end of 21 to actually us get together. Um, in, in flesh and have a few beers together. I know you, you and Nick have been out in York as well together recently, which well,
1: again is we'll take you up to a, a bit of our villager pub tour. No, yeah, because I fear I personally think we're in for another three months yeah. of uh, yeah. very soon. But uh, with that, I have to go and uh, no email problems me. yet. No worries, mate. We'll be quite safe because we'll probably be the only people in the land. To the Christmas <laughs> <place>. <laughs> have a great Christmas, everybody. Yeah, yeah cheers, cheers, Bruce. Thank and you we'll very see much. You soon. Okay, fabulous. so. I'm oh, sorry I to take that call, but I'm really enjoying that as well. See no, you no later. Problem. All the best, everybody. See you, see Bruce. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas.
0: Christmas. So, yeah, that's I think that's probably up for 21 then. So we'll probably meet up uh, in the early part of 2022 in those dark January days. Um, and who knows, he might be able to do some more virtual pub crawl thinking again. So it, apart from that, I hope everybody has a good Christmas and we will hopefully see you on the airways uh, in the new year. Nick, see you hopefully Wednesday, Thursday this week. We're, I'm losing track of time at the right. moment, so yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah I'm yeah. off. I'm off to the brewery tomorrow to get some more beers in for oh, us. Cranky. I've had the Thornbridge delivery, so uh, oh, I'm yeah. sure we won't. We won't go dry. Um, no. So we'll be all good. Okay. All right then. I'll play some music, yeah. and we will. We will. We will head off.
2: Cheers now. Happy Christmas.